Stone Podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. I am Francis Wesso, the host of the podcast. Before we start the teaching today, I want to share some information regarding our ministry. We are located in Sacramento, California, and our purpose as a ministry is to teach the Word of God and help the needy around the world. We accomplish this by teaching in different churches locally and abroad through this podcast and by also offering leadership classes around the world. We provide for the poor with financial donations to four ministries that preach the gospel, feed and clothe children, and save children and young people from human trafficking. 100% of all donations we receive go to those ministries or to support the expenses of these podcasts. If we have been a blessing to you, please consider becoming one of our partners. To do that, you can go to our website, globalgraceministries.com. Thank you so much for considering doing that. And with that said, let us go directly to our teaching. We are speaking about emotional detox. Last week, we shared with you that the first step towards emotional detoxing is to decide not to postpone any longer dealing with the negative emotions that are causing us problems. Today's episode is entitled The Root of Anxiety. Emotional problems can create physical challenges for all of us. These challenges can be headaches, lack of sleep, back pain, stomach problems, and a lot of other symptoms, to name a few. We can also be affected mentally. One of the biggest mental health challenges that many people around the world suffer from anxiety is panic attacks. Anxiety problems come at different levels, from making us sweat when we speak in public to keeping us from living what is considered a normal everyday life. Many people will have panic attacks once in their lifetime while going through challenging circumstances and never had another panic attack again. Still, a significant number of people deal with uncontrolled panic attacks every day of their lives. No matter where you are in that spectrum, whether you are just going through a stressful season of your life, and you have been having trouble sleeping, or you have been battling with extreme anxiety for a long time, my prayer is that this episode gives you the tools you need to allow God to set you free. It is not the will of God that His children live in bondage. Christ died to set us free from any bondage. Still, many times, people expect that if they pray for freedom, freedom will come to them immediately. And if that doesn't come, they decide that their prayer was not answered or God does not care about their problem. That, my friends, is not true. However, most of the time, we do not get rid of our emotional problems overnight because what God wants is to deal not just with the symptoms of our problems. God deals with the root of our problems. Suppose all you want is to not have panic attacks. God can surely deliver you from those. But what he wants is to get rid of the root of anxiety in your life. So you don't develop in the future another symptom of that anxiety. What I will share with you today is not how to stop symptoms of anxiety. My goal is to help you find the root of anxiety and teach you how to allow the Holy Spirit to heal you from it 
so that you can live an anxiety-free life. Please remember that I am not a psychologist or a medical doctor. Everything I share with you, I do it as an ordained minister who believes in the power of God, not only because I believe in the Bible, but because I am a testimony of the power of God. Now, during this podcast, I will be defining anxiety as the result of prolonged extreme stress or fear. On this side of heaven, my friends, you will never get rid of stress. We live in a broken world, and no matter what we do, who we are, how old we are, or the status of our life, stress will always be part of our lives. The blessing is that if we are Christians, or let me say it better, if we have a relationship with God, the stress doesn't have to control us. It cannot make us lose our peace. For if we have a relationship with the Prince of Peace, who is Jesus, He is our peace. Please remember also that attending a Christian church does not make us Christians. Just as going to the gym doesn't make me healthy. I can spend hundreds of hours at the gym, but unless I exercise, I will not get any of the benefits that the gym can produce for my life. You can be born and die in a church, but unless you have a relationship with Christ, you will not get much benefit out of your attendance to church. I don't mean to offend anyone by saying this. I am just declaring the truth. So if you are not a Christian and you suffer from anxiety, please stop wasting your time. Give your life to Christ, accept Him as your Savior, and allow Him to guide you out of that anxiety. Now, if you are a Christian, we can find the root of anxiety. Go with me to Genesis 3. We will read verses 9 through 13, which say, Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord as he was walking in the garden in the cool of day, and then hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord called to man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And God said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God asked the woman, What have you done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The root of anxiety, my friend, is sin. Fear came because of sin, and anxiety is uncontrolled fear. Before men sinned, they lived in peace with God. They had no worries, but because the devil was clever and seduced the woman, she then gave the fruit to Adam, her husband, and he ate, and they both sinned. When God came looking for them, their first reaction was to hide from him. They were embarrassed to be naked. The glory of God that had been covering them had lifted, and they saw themselves naked. They knew they had done something wrong, and intuitively, they knew disobedience had consequences. They were expelled from the Garden of Eden. They had to work for their food. Eve had to bear her kids in pain, and both of them no longer had the closeness with God they had before, and among other things, now they also knew fear. So, if the root of anxiety is fear, and fear comes from sin, if you suffer from anxiety, you are suffer. You are suffering as the result of sin. 
Before you get offended at what I just said, let me explain. Fear is sin. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. The Bible tells us here that we cannot please God without faith. Since faith is trust in God, we cannot please Him unless we trust Him. If there is fear in any area of our lives, we do not trust God in that area, and therefore we are not pleasing Him. We are in sin. But that in itself is not the root of uncontrolled anxiety. For many people fear different things and do not deal with panic attacks or any other results of uncontrolled anxiety. What the presence of fear in our hearts does is that it opens a door to our hearts. And when we go through trauma due to someone else's sin, anxiety becomes a permanent guest in our hearts. Let me explain further. I used to say that in this world, the only thing that was for sure were changed and death. But that is not true. Trauma is also a sure thing in our lives. We will all be traumatized in one way or another sometime in our lives. Some people go through more trauma than others, but we all suffer from it. Any abuse, imminent danger, pain, abandonment, or extreme lack can cause trauma. Now, to complicate things even more, people can go through the same traumatic circumstances and react in different ways. For example, some siblings who experience extreme poverty in their childhood can grow up differently due to the trauma of extreme lack. One can grow up fearful of luck and become a hoarder. The other can make the purpose of his life the accumulation of wealth and power, and yet another can become a generous giver, not wanting anyone else to suffer from what he suffered, or maybe can become a criminal, stealing riches of others. There is no rhyme or reason to how we react to trauma, and therefore we should not focus on whether the symptoms of anxiety are justifiable or not. The fact that other people are not affected by what you experienced the way you were affected doesn't make you weaker. It just means that because we are all unique, we respond differently to circumstances. Therefore, never waste your time trying to figure out why your sister or spouse or friend doesn't react to trauma the way you do. What matters is to admit that you were traumatized by circumstances and that you need to be healed from that trauma. Now, one thing that I always try to teach people is that human souls are like containers that because we have in us the breath of God can multiply or give life to anything that resides in them. If we allow love to come into our lives, our souls will multiply it and we will share that love with the people around us. Unfortunately, our souls do not distinguish between good or bad emotions. Anything that comes into our souls gets stored and multiplied. 
If fear comes into our lives, we store it and multiply it. If enough fear comes in, it grows from fear into anxiety. Go with me to 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 17, which says, All right, Saul said, find me someone who plays well and bring him here. One of the servants said to Saul, one of Jesse's son from Bethlehem is a talented harp player. He's also a brave warrior, a man of war, and has good judgment. He's also a fine-looking young man, and the Lord is with him. If you read chapter 16 in 1 Samuel, you will see that Saul was having anxiety attacks, and his servants decided music could calm him down. Since not anyone could play for the king, they convinced Saul to seek David, a good harp player, a brave warrior, and a man of sound judgment to play for him. If you know the story, you know that this did not end well for David. But David's playing did help Saul. If you study Saul's life, you will find that he was an insecure man who was not prepared to be a king. He was chosen because of his looks and height. We see that Saul very quickly got used to the benefits of ruling, but not to the responsibilities that come with it. He was a coward in battle, hiding from Goliath instead of defending his people. Saul was weak. Under pressure, he forgave the life of an enemy of Israel, disobeyed God, and forced Samuel the prophet to do what the king should have done. Most of all, Saul feared losing the kingdom to David. His insecurities opened his heart to fear and the stress of the throne multiplied that fear into anxiety to the point that he was willing to kill a faithful man and at the end of his life, Saul was tormented. So my friends, the root of anxiety is fear. What brings fear to our hearts may be our sin or trauma. Trauma is always caused by the sin of others. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. I grew up in El Salvador and grew up in war, which means that I grew up in imminent danger of shootings, assaults, the kidnapping of my parents, and many other dangers that are the product of war zones. Wars are always the result of people's sin. Therefore, in my case, the trauma of war caused fear to take root in my heart. And over time, the stress of life multiplied that fear and I began to suffer anxiety attacks. So fear comes into our hearts through sin and our souls store it, multiply it, and eventually that fear becomes anxiety. Thank you so much for the time you gave me today. Please do not miss the next episode in which we will be concluding the subject, The Root of Anxiety. To write us, please send your emails to info at globalgraceministries.com. God bless you.